they came to a conclusion that Jesus is a good teacher. Wow, I really failed. Wow, I failed. I, I went back. I was so down and said, God, what did I do wrong? I mean, I, I preached everything that I thought it was good. What did I go wrong? Where did I, what did I do wrong? I mean, you know, I started praying again. I prayed, prayed. I asked God, God, how do I do this? How do I share gospel to them? And then God sent my mom, Joshua's mom. In Shanghai, she's known as Joshua's mom. Okay. One day uh, in Shanghai, after I preached, and then my mom said that, can you ask the congregation who needs prayer? I want to pray for them. And I was like, are you sure? Okay, lah. So, so what happened was that she came and then she started praying. And what happened was she prayed for a medical uh, background lady. Not a doctor, but I, she studied medical. I can't remember what exactly. She had a cancer tumor here. And prayed and the tumor went off in 45 minutes. 45 minutes on the spot at the where we met for, congr- uh, for the service. I couldn't believe it. No one was so, everyone was so amazed. And we half believed and she went back the next week to check and confirm it, it disappeared. The tumor just disappeared like that. She was all on fire, you know. Lady, retired lady, uh, studied medical medicine. She went around preaching the gospel, sharing about Jesus, how Jesus healed her and it just, she just brought so many people to the church. It didn't stop there. And when people saw this miracle, everyone wanted to see my mom. They want to see me already. Eh? No business. <laughs> so I said, mom, I'll be your assistant. Nah. So, so my mom actually came to Shanghai to visit us for vacation. But it turned to a 10-day mission trip. From 9 to 6, every hour, one slot praying for people. We are so tired and they, so many unchurched people came that we don't even know who. Some demon-possessed in, coming in, demon-possessed, you can feel the demons, the presence, and we were casting out demons, casting out every day, nine to six. We cast out so many demons. All the demons we, 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 we encountered, uh, we casted out. It didn't stop there. The LG, uh, the church service, because of all these miracles, our faith was so high. You walk into a service, you could feel the atmosphere of faith. People arriving early, really early for the service, doing what? Praying. Wow, i never seen people so early. It's full already, when I'm early, already full. Praying, and you could see everyone's expecting something. God is going to do something different, a miracle today. What are we going to see? You know, it was so different. It overspilled into all the LGs, most of the LGs at least. And as I was preaching in one LG, wow, the, I, actually I didn't know why I was preaching actually, but really Holy Spirit was just taking over. People manifested, people was healed, delivered, etc. And one story I heard was uh, really funny. Because in China church, right, we have all these cults that infiltrate our churches. It's normal, normal thing, okay. And this particular member infiltrated our church for six months. He pretended to be the best member, best leader, volunteer for everything. We thought he would be the best leader. And after seeing all these signs and wonders, he took up the Bible, our one-to-one, gave it back to the LG leader. He said, I'm leaving. Your God is real. Gave it back to the LG leader, left. Even the cult member started believing. Imagine that, the power of God. It didn't stop there. We went to Chengdu, southwest uh, China, to, did, to do uh, Victory Weekend. We thought Victory Weekend, no, just do the questionnaire and then pray for everyone, done. But it did not happen like that. 
did the questionnaire and started praying, half the people manifested. People were jumping around, people were dancing. We didn't know what to do, and there was this girl, my wife uh, knows, and she has been the quietest girl in, in, in the church, and she always sit at the corner. She said, Shadow is there, Shadow is coming, coming. We were like, wow, where? <laughs> we were like, should we just pray for her first? We prayed and cast out the shadow, whatever it is, and she became, she changed totally. She became so outward and she hugged everyone and you could see the joy and the, the radiance from her face. So that was the power that we saw and really there's no arguing about it. Everyone who at first doubted Jesus, want to argue with you, theology and all that stuff, all came to God. No need to argue, okay? I'm going to share three points to bring back power of God. Miracles into our lives, it involves going back to the basic, to the origin, uh, the old school way. Okay, I got 10 more minutes. Bring back authority. And Jesus came and said to them, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of age. Okay, so I'm going to cut it very short. The Great Commission starts with verse 18. It doesn't start with verse 19. When we always start the Great Commission with, Go therefore we forgot a whole big chunk of it which was done by Jesus when it first starts with all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to Jesus. So we go without authority of Jesus. We try to figure out how to do this great commission. We try to figure out with our own human minds to preach the gospel. It doesn't work like that. The great commission comes with the great authority of Jesus Christ. We should not separate them. By authority, I mean bringing back the power of Christ, what Jesus did on the cross, the blood of Christ. Uh, I like what Pastor Tim uh, last week launched of the minimalist uh, idea. You know, I, I like minimalists. It's very simple and all that. And I wish everyone had a chance to go to a mission, to a rural place where there's no data, where there's no signal, there's not even, you know, you can't even plug in the, your laptop. Uh, then you really rely on the power and authority of Jesus. You ask God, God, what should I preach today? What should I do today? And really, we, we, should, we, should, we should really focus on authority of Jesus when it comes to Great Commission. So bring back authority of Christ and what He has done for us on the cross, knowing that no, there's no Great Commission without His authority. We face rulers and principles in the spiritual realm, who, am, who has roamed around the earth for thousands of years, what makes us think that we can face them with our own, uh, you know, smart ideas and all that. So we should always bring back Jesus into the Great Commission. Jesus, how should I partner with you to share the gospel to this person? Jesus, how should I do this? We always need to bring back. And really, our enemy is not someone who is killed and you know, give you chance you know that if you cast out enough demons, they're always here to kill you and destroy. It's not like the Lucifer in Netflix, whoever you watch, shouldn't watch that. Okay, give you an idea, wow, Lucifer is uh, tall, dark, and handsome. He has sometimes helped people. No, that's not, that's not our enemy. Our enemy is always here to kill you and destroy. Bring, the next point is bring back prayer. And when he had entered the house, his disciples asked him privately, why 
we could not uh, cast out, cast it out. And he said to them, this kind cannot be driven out by anything but prayer. Okay, so uh, that's, this, what happened here was that disciples tried to cast out demon, but it didn't happen. And Jesus came, he cast it out immediately. But here, if you see, if you read, this kind cannot be driven out by anything but prayer. Jesus did not drive out the demon by kneeling down and started praying. No, he didn't. He just one word, demon was out. Actually, the prayer came when he spent time with God, his father. You know, in his quiet time, when before dawn, he, he would walk out to the wilderness and pray. That was his prayer. What prayer he was referring to was the prayer that he did in his private time, in his closet time, which is something that we need to do. It's our homework. We cannot come to, uh, we cannot do church without praying. We cannot do church without doing our homework at home, in the morning, in the, at night, evening. We cannot, we cannot just come to church and listen to a sermon and done. That's our faith, our religion, whatever. It's not like that. And Jesus, because he prayed so much, there's so much power, and one word, the demon is gone. John Wesley, God does, not, God does nothing except in response to believing prayer. So there's a homework for us to be done. Uh, so we, we need to connect to God, you know. We need to pray. Uh, we always walk into a place, we check our data, Wi-Fi, everything first. Make sure it's all connected, then it's, we can do whatever. But it's funny, we, we can go on weeks and weeks and months without connecting to God, and yet we call ourselves Christians, me including. You know, because Malaysia is so comfortable, I can go on without God for many months. I can go without prayer for many months. And that is where we cannot see power. That's when we cannot hear God. My wife, seated there, black and white, she gave a house rule recently. She said that before you look at your phone, you have to read your Bible and pray. That, uh, that was forcefully imposed on all of us, uh, me including, and my two kids. And therefore now I impose on you. Yeah, before you look at your phone, my wife say, read your Bible and pray. Okay? Including those who are YouTube and Facebook, YouTube, especially you didn't subscribe and you didn't uh, click like. You have to do double. Okay, my wife's there. If you have any complaints, she's there, black and white, you know. So before we connect, uh, to our phones, to our Wi-Fi, we should connect to God first. We should pray. Uh, come to my office, my first thing, I said, oh, I've got so many things to do, but God remind me, pray first, pray first, pray first, okay? Before we do anything, prayer. We have to bring back prayer into our life. Amen? Amen. The greatest strategy of life is not an answered prayer, it's but an offered prayer. Okay, sorry, rushing a bit. Bring back faith. Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Hebrew 11, 1. For by we walk by faith, not by sight. 2 Corinthians 5, 7. I remember one time, another miracle story. I hope I got time for this. Okay, I was traveling to Myanmar, my second mission trip. And after finishing all the one-to-ones, we were, we were told there was an accident and church friends got into accident. Uh, one was Christian, one was uh, another religion, a religion that really hated us. And we went to pray for them. I didn't know what was going to happen. And then uh, we went there and prayed. So we just prayed and uh, whatever, we just lay hands and prayed, started speaking in tongues and laying hands. And this friend, he broke 
the collarbone. So he has this thing to support. And we're praying, praying. Actually, we, we really didn't believe. Lah. Honestly speaking, we, we have not seen a sign for so long. We've never seen. So we, it's a broken bone. It's going to be so hard. It's not a flu, you know. We're thinking it's too hard for God. So we lay hands. I was like half believe. Praying hands. We were praying, 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 praying. Praying for 15 minutes. And I felt something moving underneath here. My mind is like probably heartbeat lah. Cannot be like, how can God was, you know, join back the bones in right now? Cannot. Not all the, this impossible things coming, analyzing. But it was too obvious. It moved too much that, no, no, guys, I got something to say. We, we, why don't we do this? Hey, what can you not do before? You know, when you have this, you want to try to do it now? He said, I can't lie down and get up. I need people to push me up or else I'll bend and it will hurt. So you want to try doing that now? He lied down, he got up. Hey, he can he did a few times and no pain. We continue praying. And after five minutes, he said, okay, everyone stop. This is a non-Christian, okay? He said, I think it's healed. He took off the setting. He did this. <laughs> but he didn't. He was healed on the spot. Wow. He was like, can you also pray for my parents and all that? Then at this point, Holy Spirit, share the gospel to him. Immediately, I share what Jesus did on the cross to him. And I said, Jesus did all this because he died for your sins and he loved you. Do you want to accept Jesus? Yes. How? Now? Yes. We prayed and he received Christ. No argument. No going back to history. You don't need to eat lunch with him. Sorry. Actually, eating lunch is good. Huh? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so, we jump all that... And uh, he received Christ, and everyone's faith was so pumped up. Another time in Myanmar, I'm just going to push my luck a bit more. Time is up. I was in Myanmar also. And after Christmas, we did all the one-to-one. This was second, I think, the first or second trip. I then went there three times. And we were on a train ride in the local Yangon. This train ride, we could see the poorest of poor, and you could really see how much they struggle. It was Christmas, and... And I saw the locals, I said, wow, so poor. And I started hearing Holy Spirit, yeah, they're so poor. You know, they will never, ever have a chance to hear the gospel. I said, yeah, but what are you getting at, Holy Spirit? Preach the gospel to them. I said, no lah, cannot. This is a military junta country. We are restricted access. This will bring a lot of trouble. It's probably not you, Holy Spirit. It's probably my voice. Then Holy Spirit was filling me up and I was shaking so much. I said, okay, let's do it. Preach the gospel. Then I turned to a local disciple. I said, you are learning about evangelism today, right? One-to-one. Okay, you translate for me. And I started preaching on, in the train in the middle of Yangon. And I preached, preached. And people said, does your God heal? I said, yeah, He does. And someone else prayed and they got healed. The signs and wonders followed the gospel. Wow, that day was such a miracle. It cannot you know, coming back to the bone, you know, healing part, that's a place where you cannot analyze. You come to a point where you cannot analyze how God is going to do it, how God is going to join back the bones because there's no way you can measure an impossible God. And all of us are stuck there. How, God? Today, I'm going to help you and I'm going to introduce you a word called somehow. Okay, there's no Greek word for this. There's no Hebrew word for this. Okay, 
very shallow. Okay, but somehow means that it will happen. The how doesn't matter, but it will happen. Somehow, God is going to heal that brother. He's going to put his bone back together. Somehow, when I pray, something will happen. Somehow, when I preach the gospel, I'll see signs and wonders. Put that somehow into your prayer. Put that somehow into your reply to your analytical mind. Somehow. Amen? Okay, as we close, I want all of us to stand up. I'm going to pray for you. Are you in faith? Okay, guys, we really need to bring back God. We need to bring back God by bringing back authority, by bringing back prayer, by bringing back faith. Uh, There's no easy way to do it, but it's actually quite simple. And it's not troublesome. It's not a responsibility, it's a privilege. Why don't we say 2023, let's bring back God into our lives. Let's bring back miracles in our lives. Amen. Lord, I pray and I commit everyone unto your hands, including myself. Lord, as we journey, as we walk with you in this journey of faith, Lord, show us what is faith. Show us how is it to believe in you. Lord, I pray that you continue to work in our hearts, that you cast out every doubt we have about you. Cast out every limitation about you, Lord. Lord, we ask that you let us bring back authority when we, when we evangelize. Let us bring back prayer into the church. Let us bring back power into evangelism. Let us show that you, everyone, that you are the God of Bible, God of miracles. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray.